Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon as we're live right here in Tampa Bay on AM 57910 and at FM station 102.1, I believe it is. I have—I always should write that down. But we're all over the place on the internet. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, as well as Talk America Radio, Let's Talk Faith.com, iHeartRadio. However you're listening to us today, just know that we prayed for you. Just know that every day our intention is to cause to have a conversation where it causes you to dig deeper into your faith and to connect to what you hear in the Sunday sermon with what you do in your 9 to 5. You know, every year Willow Creek Association puts on a national event called the Global Leadership Summit. This two-day event brings in leaders from around the country and around the world to connect faith and work and impacting our culture, our organizational cultures, and our greater culture. The Global Leadership Summit this year is broadcast around the nation over 600 satellite locations and to 190 countries. Martha and I have been watching all day, in fact, the last couple of days, and interacting with all kinds of people here in Tampa Bay. We've got, it's been so much fun. We didn't get Martha a microphone because she, you know, she always takes up so much time on the phone. But we've got people, we're, we've got 10 people that are participating in the Global Leadership Summit. We'll bring on Martha in a few minutes. But we've got Ross Harrop, who has hosted our location here. Yes, our very own Ross Harrop from C12 Group. Ross, welcome to I Work For Him. It's great to be part of it here jim as well as uh, our regular time together in the in the station and talk to me about where we are and who we have next to us Lori hill is the branding and business development director at the collaborative labs which is part of saint pete college at the epicenter over in ipod Icot Center, that's it, um, right there off of uh, 58th Street uh, North and the um, Ulmerton. And it's an incredible facility. And uh, Laurie and I have been longtime friends, but as we were talking about how to get this amazing Global Leadership Summit into Pinellas County, it just seemed like what better location to do it and to partner with them in my role as a C12 chair and uh, in the great work that they do in strategic planning. Lori Hill, welcome back to I Work For Him. It's been way too long. <laughs> Thank you. It has been a long time. Thanks for letting us broadcast the Global Leadership Summit for and I Work For Him right from the Collaborative Labs here in Tampa Bay. What is the Collaborative Labs all about? Well, the Collaborative Labs was started 13 years ago by Dr. Cutler, who was the president of the St. Petersburg College, in an effort to get strategic planning done within the college in an uh, efficient way. And uh, it sprouted from there. And we are here we are 13 years later. Uh, basically, we have served over 2,000 uh, clients throughout the, uh, actually outside of the United States as well with a 95% return rate and helping them with new products, new business, business plans, strategic planning, whatever we need to customize for the client. When you gave Martha and I the tour of the Collaborative Labs, it, what stuck in my mind was you can help a company, an organization, 
really take one day and do strategy and help them come up with a serious strategic plan. Yeah, that's what's very unique and different about what we do is um, you can, you know, you can obviously spend weeks, months, years doing strategic planning with sticky notes on a wall. You can also hire a business consultant, but we facilitate those solutions. You know your business or your organization, profit or nonprofit, better than anyone. So we're able to, using brainstorming software, polling technology, and facilitation, we're able to get an entire strategic plan done in six hours out the door. That's amazing. What kind of companies, what kind of organizations can benefit from a day here? here at the Collaborative Labs in Pinellas County? You name it. We have seen faith organizations. We've seen many churches come in that were really struggling with the communities and really needed to find out how they can meet the needs of the communities, how they can better offer certain programming in their churches. They've come through nonprofits that, you know, need to work on organization, fundraising, whatever those strategies are that they really need to work on. Uh, and for a lot of for-profit, we've also done um, small to medium to large size companies, uh, Franklin Templeton, Tech Data, Jabel Circuit, but all the way down to the smaller uh, privately own business companies as well as government and municipality has been a huge uh, a huge uh, organizations that we have service as well so how do you see your faith in action here in this job you know we always talk about our workplaces our mission field how do you see this how's your how's your faith playing out here well um, as you know um, I recently have left working in a faith field that she, yeah, she left the christian chamber of commerce which you can find <laughs> online at c3tb.org right so you know that when you're working in a faith organization um it plays out differently um you know that that is integral in every single thing that you do and when you're back in what we'll call secular workplace um you have to make it intentional. You have to make what you're doing intentional. So I really try to display character traits of Christ um, with every client that we have and open up dialogue that could possibly lead to um, sitting and praying with them. It could lead to uh, really helping them, uh, guide them through a biblical concept or perspective. And uh, we have many on our staff that are uh, Christians and we're able to do that uh, and help them through that which is a bonus over and above what we're doing for them on a professional basis. It's still, I know that this is because you love interacting with people. You love feeding the people. You love seeing people smile and have that light bulb moment. I know that you take your ministry very, very seriously. So it's got to be fun just meeting new people all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been afforded that opportunity with a lot of different um, job opportunities I've had. But because of being branding and business development and marketing, I'm, I'm all over the place. I mean, really. And it is. It's a really great opportunity because you can, if you're really in tune with people and you really are able to listen to them then you and and really here's really what the key is you have to pray ahead of it happening sure so if you're praying ahead in the morning of like god set my agenda god you know who am i going to come across today make it evident that that person needs to hear an encouraging word or a biblical word or you know just the fact that they're loved or they're thought of or they're appreciated you know then those opportunities come available to you You've been involved in the Global Leadership Summit the last couple of days. Hey, as we broadcast today, talking about the Global Leadership Summit, which if you've missed it, if you haven't participated in the Global Leadership Summit, which four to 500,000 people have been involved in across the nation and around the world, I encourage you to get on your calendar for next year. And Ross Harrop will tell us about that a little bit in a second. We're broadcasting from our location where it's still going on today. Lori Hill, what was the most impactful thing you heard the last two days? Um, well, two things. Uh, Andy Stanley said something that I was like, oh my gosh, he's living my life. <laughs> and it was, he said that he asked his organization, if we had to do it all over again, what would we do all over again? 
you know, when you get to a certain age, you start thinking, you know, a lot of people ask you, would you go back? And my answer is, I wouldn't go back. There's no re- no way I would ever go back. But what is it, the things that you'd go, that you would actually do over again? And um, he talked about autopsy on our success. And I thought that was really, really something to really think about um, in the everyday, personal and professional. And then the second thing was... Um, Marcus Buckingham, um, he had said, um, a year is 52 little sprints. I loved that. that I love that. That was awesome because we are so busy in our lives and we think about, um, we think about how we don't have time. Well, we all have the same amount of time, but I loved 52 little sprints. If you just take it one week at a time, it seems easier to digest, right? Eating the elephant, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's so. Right. That's right, one by a time. So, Ross, you have partnered with Lori in the Collaborative Labs to host as a C12 leader this Global Leadership Summit. Why? What, what, why is it? are you so passionate about this? Uh, Jim, it really began back in 2010 when I went to the Global Leadership Summit, mm-hmm. at that time simulcast in, in uh, a local church in Colorado Springs where I was an executive pastor, and it was at another church, but I heard a speaker. That was the year that Jack Welch spoke. And then there were other powerhouse speakers on business. And then this little nun, I'll never <laughs> forget her, Mama, Mama Maggie. She worked with, with those in the landfills of Egypt. And she, in her very whispering voice, Jem said, the kingdom of heaven is within me. Is it within you? And when she said that, I felt this fire in my heart i uh, i went back that was in august of 2010 and i uh, i began the business of eliminating my job and uh, which i did and i moved here at the end of 2010 not knowing what i was going to happen and i met the two of you actually <laughs> you know uh, laurie and, and, and jim awesome and um and uh and then found out about c12 what's the most powerful thing you've heard so far from the global leadership summit to date laszlo bach this morning give your work meaning and share that concept with your employees. Magic can happen. We're broadcasting our work for him today on location at the Collaborative Labs right here in Tampa Bay. You want to find out more about him, check him out online at... C3TV.org. No, that's where you used to work. How about oh, Collaborative Labs? Collaborative Labs. That's easy. CollaborativeLabs.com. CollaborativeLabs.com. Check them out. You can also check out the Christian Chamber of Commerce. And Lori and Ross and I are all very passionate yeah. about C3TV.org. As we said at the top of the show today, we are on location at Collaborative Labs here in Tampa Bay talking about the Global Leadership Summit, which is broadcasting across the world right now as we're on the air to over 400,000 people in the States and in 190 countries around the world. We've got in front of me right now, we've got Adam Latham. Adam, why don't you tell me about your business really quick? So just give a free quick plug on the air. Sure. H2 Insight is a, a customer experience solutions company. Uh, basically, we make surveys for a living. Make surveys for a living. Okay, yeah. so you can find out what people are really thinking. I love that. That's right. So talk to me about the, your experience here at the Global Leadership Summit. Why did you attend? Uh, last year, we actually had our senior leadership attend. Um, it, we changed several of our business processes based on that. And one of the largest so stuff ones, you learned, you immediately went back and started changing things. The hiring processes was absolutely number one. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So from this year's speakers, what's the most uh, impactful thing you've learned in the last couple of days? 
Uh, I think Juliet Font um, with the strategic pause, that was huge. Um, the white space opportunity that, that really you don't ever think about until she actually came up with that was a that was pretty that was very impactful. How do you think that's going to impact you as a leader? Um, you know, they give you she gave you kind of four categories, right? And you kind of label yourself into one of those categories. The funny thing is, we have four senior leaders, and each one of us are one of those different categories. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So, you know, the your favorite which okay, so the global leadership experience. Yeah, you've come back. Is this your just your second year then? This is second year. Okay, so how does it? How will it impact, or how has it impacted your faith as it relates to your work at H2 Insight? Um, I'm a pretty active member with C12. Um, I'm a key player. I'm the vice president of operations and business development there. So I'm able to bring back a lot of the ideas, not only from C12 but the GLS as well. Um, we're able to kind of mix and match a lot of the different ideas that that come up from both. So how are you going to take that pause and implement it? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, we're going to actually go back and talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I think just taking that moment and pausing is such a powerful thing. Adam Latham, thanks for sharing that story, and thanks for bringing H2 Insight here to the Global Leadership Summit. Thanks for having me. All right, next we're moving to John Bryan from Bryan Financial. And, John, talk to me about well, how do people find you online, John? Uh, com. Wow, that sounds very complicated. Okay, so talk to me about why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit? This is actually my second year. Uh, I'm a member of C12, Ross Harrop's group, and uh, he encouraged us to come. I brought my team last year, and I brought them back this year. And so, so far, what kind of feedback are you getting for your team? You know, it, the, when we, we talked about impactful things, I, I went to them, and uh, we talked about the white space. We talked about Marcus uh, talking about this, this, this epidemic of disrespect and the wow factor that uh, Charles, that Andy Stanley talked about. That wow factor. I mean, and that was the wow, not the how. I love that. That was very, very good. Okay, so that's the most impactful thing you've, you've heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how are you going to implement that as a leader? Start saying wow and start because I've caught myself. Well, so- you give me that, explain what Andy was talking about there. Just take a second okay. and explain it. When somebody comes with you, comes at, to you with an idea, and as, as a business owner, as entrepreneur, a lot of times our first reaction is goes, how are we going to do that? How are we going to pay for that? And he says we ought to respond with, wow, tell me more about that. So I, I've already practiced with my team of, of how to start doing that when we get back Monday. And that's as opposed to when they, they share an incredible thing and you say, wow, but then you come back with, but how are we going to do that? I've caught myself when I think about, you know, you, when you tried something in the business and something maybe didn't work 10 years ago and they come up with that idea again and like, nah, I've done that before, but now I've got a new approach. So talk to me about as you integrate your faith and your work, how does your global leadership summit experience impact the way your faith impacts your work? I'm really inspired to go back and look at our grander vision. We have a vision mission, but what are we doing beyond our four walls um, to impact the community, impact the people that I work with and vice versa? Um, we have a lot of stuff to work on, a lot of to-do lists. Um, that's all going to be through prayer and God helping us get through those. So as a leader, what kinds of opportunities have you had for direct ministry at Brian Financial. I mean, give some examples. I, when, when we're in a difficult financial situation with a client, um, we're praying with them. Um, you actually I, get opportunities to pray with clients. Absolutely. That's absolutely. fantastic. I've, 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 a gentleman came into my office um, out of the blue 
and um, we led him to Christ. So, <sighs> wow. That was, That's really, really cool. Yeah. John Bryan with Bryan Financial. Thanks for sharing your story today about the Global Leadership Summit. All right. Now, next up, Dawn, I'm going to say your last name. No, why don't you just say your last name so I don't make sure I don't say it wrong. Waisaki. It's Waisaki. I was going to say Wisaki. Waisaki. Dawn Waisaki. Okay. So why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit? Because um, I was invited by Phyllis Alderman. And, uh, oh, you're going to blame it on Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's the um, founder of Shepherd's Village, and um, I'm the resident liaison, so... We wanted to see what um, I could possibly glean from uh, today's event. All right. So what has been the most impactful thing you've learned in the last couple of days? I would say that um, that uh, just making uh, the people that are team members feel uh, part of the greater vision and uh, that when their hearts are in it, they'll give with purpose. Oh, okay. So what did that mean to you? That meant that um, uh, being a past resident of Shepherd's Village, of course, my heart is in that ministry and that this is is a way to give back and be more, you know, involved and open. Okay, so you're working, Shepherd's Village is a, a women's transitional housing community that helps women recover from broken relationships and develop healthy uh, living habits, spiritual habits, uh, so that they can go out and be a part of society without some of the past baggage that they've, exactly. that they've had. Okay, so how will this Global Leadership Summit experience impact the way your faith impacts your work? Mm. You want him to ask you that again? Okay, so what you're learning here at the Global Leadership Summit, it's not just been that one speaker, but there's been 15 speakers. How is that going to increase the way your faith interchanges with what you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, I'll share my faith with them mm-hmm. and help them realize that it's Jesus that will get you through and provide and be your anchor in a time g- coming out of um, of uh, turmoil and coming out of the drama and into a life where you're trusting God more for what is needed. Beautiful. I love that. Don Waisaki, thanks for being an I work for him today. Thank you. Martha. Uh, so it's so grateful that, that I'm, I'm glad you're able to jump on here. We're, we're shoving a lot of people in and out yes, of here. Yes, we are. But it's a lot of fun. And uh, it is. Uh, so let me just give your feedback experience. Talk about why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit today? Well, our dear friend Ross Harrop has invited us for several you know, we've wanted to come for several right. years, and so we finally were able to do that this year. And just really, he, you know, kept telling us how wonderful it is. Actually, many people have told us over the years how wonderful this is and to experience it firsthand. You know, it's one of those things, it's like until you really experience it, you really can't explain it to anybody. So, who's been your favorite speaker? Oh, my goodness. Um, probably Cheryl Sandberg. Okay, what did she say that impacted you um, so much? She just really shared a lot of her story and um, every. Oh my goodness, I can't even recapsulate it all. But she shared about the grief that she's gone through mm, and being able yeah. to care for employees um, and having a better approach to that is one of the things that just really impacted me. Well, and so... When you look at what we do here and I work for him and you look at all these speakers, we've, we've heard some incredible speakers. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the biggest thing you think we can take away towards uh, implementing here on I work for him? Oh, my goodness. Um, I, well, the very thing I said to you last night is I said, I am sorry that I say how 
more than saying <laughs> wow. And of course, your response was, yeah, you probably shouldn't say wow to me very often. Because <laughs> you no, know, but but um, what was just explained a little bit earlier by John and, and that whole concept and just understanding that we need to go, wow, we've got some great ideas. Let's see what God can do with them. Yeah, today, uh, one of the speakers talked about, I can't remember her name, white space. Yes, um, punk, funk, funk. Um, yeah, <laughs> Juliet. Juliet uh, Funt. Wasn't it? There you go. Yes. Her dad was Her, the candy camera candy guy. Candy camera guy. Okay. <laughs> so that white space idea, that oh idea that we need to, that we need just dead time where we're not just concentrating on things. We actually, we pause between events. We actually take some quiet time to hear the voice of God. That was pretty powerful. It really was. And I took a lot of notes on that. And I think I really need to digest that. And we were joking because she doesn't have a book. And we were joking. It's like, well, she doesn't have a book because she doesn't want to fill our time with reading that book. But she does have an online presence where we can learn tools and better imp implement into our lives in work and home. And I love the fact that she emphasized that, that we need to do this at home too. We need to have space to be creative and think and allow for what we've always called margin, but it's way bigger than margin. You know, one of the, the, one of the speakers from the Global Leadership Summit, a guy yesterday, and again, I've left all my notes too far away from the That's microphone nice. right now, but the guy that talked about, he, he had us all stand up if we worked next to somebody mm -hmm. that we didn't like working with. Mm -hmm. Would rather not work with. Would rather not work with. with. And then and he basically said, well, shame on you, because Jesus called us to love everybody. Mm -hmm. And and he said, well, I was an awkward, I was one of those awkward people. We need to be loved too. And we have skills that can we can bring to the table, us awkward people. So we need to be loved. Don't, don't, don't alienate us. I mean, what, did I say that right? Yes, you did. And I was really glad you didn't stand up because we only work with each other. So <laughs> I was really glad about that. But, um, and he talked about transparency and I think for, and vulnerability and just the fact that the more real we are in our workplace and to the people around us, the more real they'll be in return and the more authentic and the more creative. I mean, it just, it's a, it's a, trickling effect it's a domino effect for the good the global global leadership summit 2017 and you can find out more about it when it comes up for next year always hand always uh broadcast around that middle of August time, right as school is starting here in Florida and before school starts in most every other part of the country. But as we broadcast today from the Collaborative Labs here in Pinellas County, we're so grateful to them letting us have our time. And of course, Ross Harrop with the C12 Group, a very often sponsor of I Work For Him. He's the one that's arranged all this, and he's picked out random guests from around the room for people to just share their stories and how the Global Leadership Summit is impacting them. We have Julia Rhodes with us. She works for Sally Lindbergh Accounting. Julia, talk about the why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit? Well, Jim, this has been my fourth year attending. Really? Okay. Yeah, Global. In fact, I heard about it through C12. Okay. And uh, every single year I've taken back something that has just been so impactful uh, in my life. Really? Yeah, okay. personal so, and professional. So what was the most impactful thing that you've learned in the last two days? I don't think it's any one thing, but several things really stuck in my mind. Um, Andy Stanley, uh, is, you know, I love him, and he said... Uh, 
He said, close-minded leaders close minds. That was a powerful I one. I love that one. But most of the close-minded leaders, they didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. And then there was a gentleman who, um, he, uh, his name is Brian Stevenson, and he said, be willing to do uncomfortable things and be proximate with people, be close with people. And in this age of, you know, texting and so forth, that's just so timely. It I is, love that. It is. I okay. love that. So how do you plan on implementing those most impactful things in your, well, you, you said you, it, it impacted these last three years before this year, that it's really impacted you personally. Mm-hmm. How do you anticipate imp- that impacting your, your, let's just say your role as a leader at Sally Limburger County? I, you know, I, I don't know yet, but I do know that um, one of the things that has been uh, just tremendous for me is listening to the Holy Spirit and stopping and paying attention. And the more, the better I get at that, uh, I think the more I'm able to love people. So you loved that pause comment. You loved that white space comment. Okay. All right. So how will your experience here at the Global Leadership Summit impact the way you connect your faith with your work as you work with tax clients and accounting clients from all over Tampa Bay? Well, you know, we have uh, some tax clients that come in and have significant problems and they they just need you to listen and take the fear away and solve the problem. And so the better we get it at listening to them, um, you know, I I think uh, and that's that's our tagline is uh, helping to make our clients lives less taxing. Wow. I, I love that. Julia Rhodes, thanks for sharing from your heart as to how the Global Leadership Summit impacted you. Really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right, next up, we got Cam Childs from Directed Capital right there in St. Petersburg. Cam, why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit? Uh, Really, I just received very strong recommendations from other members of my um, C12 key players groups who who have been in the past. And um, in addition, my wife and and her parents were going to the – another simulcast and, and we're very excited about it so i wanted to check it out so what what has been the most impactful thing that you've heard so far in the last couple of days here at the global leadership summit i i think i picked up a little something from each speaker um but one thing that really stuck out to me was the the concept that excellence has its own pattern and so our job as a leader is to study um uh, it's fine to study mistakes or, or failures in the past but but it's um more compelling to study our most successful um, projects and teams, and then to look at that and see how we can apply that in the future. I think that was a common theme. You heard multiple people that actually talked about stop studying the failures, study the successes. I I don't know. I've never even seen a book like that, but I I thought that was a pretty brilliant concept. Do you guys do that already at Directed Capital? Study the the successes or, or or do you guys i mean have you ever done that before done a study on your successes i think i think we've done a little bit of both failures and successes organically but i don't know that we've made it like a key um focus to say we're going to sit down and study our successes well when you take that back to chris mench just tell him we talked about it right here on the air <laughs> okay so how are you going to use the things you're learning here at the global leadership summit to implement as a leader so as you take what you're learning and bring it back to the to the office of directed capital what's it going to look like what's it going to change you know one of the other things i picked up this morning was was the concept that as you're approaching the, the folks that you're leading is to think of them as a person who's been created in God's image and that our job as a leader is to draw out whatever their specific talents or gifts are and to help them grow and mature, whether it's, you know, at the workplace or at home or otherwise. And, and so to, 
to really take that um, focus to each person that you're leading and mentoring. Wow, that's a, and that's a powerful concept. So overall, your Global Leadership Summit experience, how is that going to impact your faith at work, your faith at home? How is that going to impact you as a person? What's it going to change? I think just being, you know, taking a step back in the moment and just trying to focus on the relationship and the person and, and treating each person um, just just as an individual and really listening to them and trying to learn and grow together, I think is one of the big things that, that was um, a key across many of the different speakers. I love that. If we can just treat the people, you know what the guy said yesterday about the awkward people say, just we're, we're awkward people, please, but we can contribute, but we just need to be loved. I mean, that was a powerful thing because we've, we've all been awkward at one point in time or another camp child's, from Directed Capital, thanks so much for being on iWork for him and sharing a little bit of your Global Leadership Summit experience. All right, so next up we've got Bill Keith. He's a pastor in Gainesville, Florida. I'm assuming it's Florida, not Georgia. Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, okay. the home of the Gators. You know the. Yeah, the, I've heard of them before. <laughs> I don't remember where they came from, but I heard of that before. Okay, so talk to me about uh, why did you, you – you didn't come down just alone. You brought a lot of people with you to the Global Leadership Summit. Yes, sir. We uh, Actually, this is our fourth year, but it doesn't have one in our area this time, so we picked the closest one, and you happened to be it. So All we, right, so why'd come back? Uh, I've been for four years, and uh, some of my leaders were going before that, and uh, they were so impressed with what it did for them and how what they brought to the table that I said I'm gonna I'm gonna find out what this is all about because I've known for years that everything rises and falls on leadership, and I was taught that in college and in seminary. Had professors talk about the fact that uh, that leadership is you know the most important thing we have. And we need to be good leaders. So I've, I came to become a better leader each year. And I believe I'm improving each year as the more I learn. Do you ever then ask people in your congregation to give you a 360 to see if you are improving as a leader? I really haven't specifically done that. Uh, I probably would be a good idea, though. <laughs> well, I mean, just, I mean, if you, if you think you're improving, I mean, that's yeah. just one of those things that, right. I mean, First of all, we need to teach people in congregations that pastors are they're, they're sinners, they're normal people, and they have issues, but we need that feedback. And exactly. a lot of times pastors have a hard time getting feedback because a lot of times people, they wait till they're really, really frustrated, then they bring it to you. Yeah. But boy, if you can get that and go, hey, how am I doing? And get it legitimately without people being, you know, sometimes people are just brutal to pastors. But what is the most impactful thing, Bill Keith, that you've, well, I haven't asked the name of your church. Let's, let's plug your uh, church. Countryside Baptist in Gainesville, Florida. Countryside Baptist in Gainesville, Florida. We have Countryside Christian School there. And we also have a school in Trenton called Riverside Christian School. And we also have a sister school in Otter Creek, right up 19 from where you are here, about 150, 120 miles. <laughs> Just right up 19. <laughs> right up 19. 150 but, miles from here. But uh, called Creekside. So we're, we have a, a group of three schools that we minister through there as well. What's the most impactful thing you've learned the last two days? Uh, actually, I think uh, what Billy Hybel said at the beginning, the highest value of leadership is humility. And it's something I've tried to pattern in, in our in our ministry. And uh, my father before me, he was a pastor there for many years. But I learned from... Years ago, and Dr. Elmer Towns in seminary uh, said that a leader needs a servant's heart, and I kind of kind of fell right in with what I've already been taught, and uh, it, it impressed me when he said that. So I kind of just boom, that was my my moment, and also the the white space concept that, that um, Juliet Fant or Funt talked about it. Uh, 
that kind of rang my bell because we all get so busy that we forget to take that time out kind of thing. Yeah, we really we really do. And as pastors, you hardly ever get a break. I mean, people are coming at you all the time. It's, it's constant. Yes, sir. All right. So the global leadership experience, the, how do you, you know, you're a pastor. So everybody expects your faith to impact your work. Yet as a pastor, you have to work just as hard as the rest of us at, at having your faith impact your work. How do you expect this experience to impact you as a pastor? Well, I want to continue to uh, model servant leadership. I want to, we have uh, 68 employees over the three schools in the, in the church there, so we it's a pretty big organization where you count all three, and I want to always model that servant leadership. And uh, you know, we don't want people to, to lord over people. We want them to lead them like Christ would lead them through servant leadership. Bill Keith, thanks for being on I Work for Him and sharing a little bit of that story. Yeah, thank you. Ross Harrop, you've just heard, we've just heard from a lot of people already, but the, the impact, it's got to feel awesome that the Lord has led you to bring in this right here to Tampa Bay so that so many people can get involved in the Global Leadership Summit. This is fantastic. And this ought to be just the beginning, Jim. Right, not only in Hillsborough County, but right here in Pinellas County as well. Well, next year, let's go for an auditorium that can hold a 1,000 people. There we go. I mean, I'm really going to start working on it right now. Let's start praying over that. This has been a phenomenal experience, Ross Harrop, as you have brought in eight or nine people in here as have shared their stories. But the Global Leadership Summit, what is the overall goal? What's the, what's the impact supposed to be? It's really to, to come alongside leaders wherever they are on their journey and to help and give them the skills, but also to inspire them to do greater things. And that's what this has done over the last two days. Some amazing stories from around the country, but are also around the world. We're going to get your best pick when we come back around to you. All right, next up, we've got Joe Connell with Jay Conn Salon and Spot. Joe, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you. So talk to me about why the GLS, why the Global Leadership Summit, why are you here? Well, I've been uh, in business for 39 years. We have about 90 employees. Um, education and constant learning is uh, one of our mantras. And uh, so we send leadership all over the, the country here. And uh, when Ross introduced us to the Global Leadership last year, hands down, everybody said, isn't it kind of funny that it's so local? It's probably the, the best, the, the highest quality, and the most information that we've gathered. It's, it is an amazing thing. So let me just ask you just an aside question. Okay, so you said 39 years you've owned uh, J-Con Salon and Spa? Yes. All right, so 39 years ago, you didn't know when you got this age whether you'd have hair or not. Can a bald <laughs> guy own a salon and spa? What if, what if God had said, nope, you're going to be one of those bald guys? But well, you got, I mean, he's got nice hair. I'm just saying that because he's got nice hair. He doesn't look like me. I don't, that's an aside. Just want to know, have you ever thought about that? What if God had said, nope, you're going to be one of those cue ball guys? All right, what's the most impactful <laughs> thing? I know, I took your words away, didn't I? <laughs> what's the most impactful thing you've learned in the last two days here at the Global Leadership Summit, Joe? I think two things is uh, we've been working on succession planning. And so mm, it's wow. interesting that Bill Hybels talks and had s- such a plan there that he shared with us. So that was great for me personally, as well as the, the team that we've got that's going to lead the company forward. I think the second thing uh, was, so you asked me for one, but there's two. It's fine, so, go so ahead. I, uh, Andy Stanley with the recognize rather than resist. The cool thing, Jim, is uh, I live all day long in an environment of young people and not quite as young as them anymore. It's kind of neat that we're a market leader. Um, and we got there with my generation of thinking. But the cool thing is the next thing, as he said, is going to be not from my generation, but from the current generation. Yeah, the millennials and for you, because you probably grab people pretty young, the digital gen's coming along. Exactly. And that's really going to change the way things go. But they still have to use scissors for now to cut hair. So far. So far. But, you know, they'll be using, by the, lasers, maybe by lasers. the time, lasers, yeah. I think they're using lasers. Okay, so how, something that you've learned here, maybe it was the succession planning or whatever you wanted to say, 
What is the one thing that's going to impact that you've learned here at the Global Leadership Summit? What's one thing that's going to impact the way you lead at JCon? Simple. That same, that same theory that it's going to be the next generation, and I see this, but we, we have to let go of our current assumptions. The things mm. that got us the success that we have right now, it's so hard to let go of that. So you want to resist when you see a good idea. It's like, yeah, that, that might be good, but this is the way we do it. So at, tomorrow, there's no more buts, right? Oh. It's a matter of just listen and go with their ideas because the young people are so crazy creative, it's not even funny. Last question for you, Joe Connell from JCon Salon and Spy. The, GL, the Global Leadership Summit experience, how is it going to impact your faith on how it connects to your business or to your, your personal life? Uh, I think it's just confirmation. Uh, our, our business uh, commitment is that we run the business by biblical principles, ensuring a fair and ethical environment for every team member and, and guest. But this, this went way further than that. The practicality of what I saw over these last two days is so biblically based that I, I just have, I have more foundation to go on, and, and, and I'm, I'm walking out excited. It's, it's every speaker I got at least one sentence of, wow. It was, it was cool. Yes. Joe Connell, appreciate you coming in from J-Con Salon and Spa. Appreciate you being on I Work For Him today. Thank you. My pleasure. Next up, Mark Bryan, longtime friend of I Work For Him, a great, a great friend right here, a, a, a consultant, a priest, and a, really just an all-around phenomenal guy right here in Tampa Bay. Mark Bryan, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. I'm proud to be here. All right, so talk to me about why did you attend the Global Leadership Summit? Ross told me to take me to football game. <laughs> really? Not really, no. This is my second year. And, you know, it's phenomenal. One of my fortes, and I work with my clients on, is leadership development. But I don't have a lock on at all. And I come here and I learn new things that then I can take and help my clients. My business is my ministry, too. It has been for 28 years. Absolutely. So I can go out, reach other people, help other people grow in faith, but also within their businesses and touch many other people. So what is the most impactful thing you've heard these last two days here at the Global Leadership Summit? What kind of knocked my socks off was when Bill Hybel said that he had heard from around the world, we have this big issue of incivility. I knew we had it in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. I worked with my clients on it. But it's amazing how small our world has gotten because the problems we have in the United States, we have around the world. And this incivility has to be addressed one way or another, we have to do it because it's very pervasive. It's not just in our businesses. It's in our homes. It's in our social settings. And a lot of things that have happened over the years, like social media, make it easier to be incivil to other people. All right. So you're training people all the time. I mean, I know you're teaching sales management. You're teaching leadership. How will you implement something you've heard today at the Global Leadership Summit or something you heard yesterday? What, what are you going to implement as a leader, as a trainer? This was said by uh, Frederick. He said that to be, um, to have creative people in your organization, you have to be a creative leader. Creative leader inspires creative people. And I totally agree with that. But I think even when you take it farther, if you have incivility at the top, you have incivility in the body. So if the leader is not civil, not teaching that, not living that value, you aren't going to have it in your organization. So whether we're coming from the standpoint of being a business owner, a business leader, uh, an athlete, no matter what we are, we have to start promoting civility in the world and letting people know it's about loving. That's what Jesus Christ told us. Right. The greatest is love, and that's what we have to do. We have to promote love. So as a pastor, as a, as a trainer, a, a, an influencer of leaders, 
on Sunday in the, from the pulpit, how are you going to take that message and drive it home? Last Sunday, I spoke on, I was preaching on uh, Matthew, the wheat and the weed. And only God has delicate enough fingers to sort out the wheat from the weeds. And only he has good enough eyesight to know the difference between the two. And so we have to continue forward with that. But part of it is build respect, not just tolerance. Mm. Well, tolerance is a joke anyway. Right, it is. But a lot of people say that, oh, I'll tolerate this, I'll tolerate that person. But no, you have to respect them and who they are and where they are. Because you know what? One time we had a person come in our church, looked like he was homeless, sitting in the back of the church. She asked me if it was okay to be there. I said, absolutely. And afterwards, some people were a little concerned about it. And I said, well, why are you concerned? I said, well, I don't know. You know, with terrorism and everything, we're concerned. Did you know who he was? I said, no. But he may have been Jesus Christ. Yeah, he may have been an angel mm-hmm. unaware. Mark Bryan, thanks for being on I Work for MT. Sharing a little bit of your story. Really appreciate it. Martha, I've already have I asked you what was the most impactful thing? Yeah, we already yes, did. You All did. right. I just want to make sure we've had so many people here. Ross Harrop, I promised you that before the show would be out, you would be able to share what's the most impactful thing you've heard the last couple of days. Well, I shared earlier that that I thought that there were some key points and I shared what those were. But here's the the greatest takeaway is when in these seven or eight folks that you had, the greatest takeaway for me was asking them, how has this impacted you? We have, right. we have, we have folks here. You just met Joe Cannell and his group. And we're meeting folks that are people of great faith, some that have no faith. And they were introduced to Jesus Christ in a very quiet way mm-hmm. over the last two days. Yeah. The amazing thing, and uh, Mar- Martha is uh, you know, saying yes, and the fact is one of the great speakers this morning was Jewish. And she it, was it, hilarious uh, and so impactful. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, Juliet Funk. Funk. And she and, said Jesus, too. She said yeah, yeah, she did. And, but the thing that, that struck me was not only was she a great communicator, but that, that she was, if we were open to the, as Bill Heibel says, to, to listen with humility, that we can learn from everyone, the old from the young, the veterans from the, the, the newcomer. And I think that, uh, that that's what this is all about. And then to hear how these folks have been impacted, that's, that's what it's all, that's the great takeaway for me. We heard right after, right before lunch, we heard from somebody from Nigeria, Rwanda, and from Cuba, uh, and about the ministry opportunities, the things that are going on in there. How encouraging was that to you, Martha? Well, it was fabulously encouraging. I love the fact that there was so much international, that, that this is our faith, number one, is worldwide, that it's not something we always think America, and um, there was just so much influence from other countries. All right, which speaker should we, out of all the Global Leadership Summit speakers, which one should we get right? Should we try to get right here and I work for him? Ross? I um, I would say uh, Leslaw uh, Bach. I, I, he just blew me away. Sure. Mark, what did you think? Who do you think we should have on? I think his lady from... Um Rwanda, who went through oh the my. genocide. Ooh, that was a story. Martha, who do you think? Um, oh, Bill Hybels. Yeah, I was thinking Bill Hybels. Too. I want to talk about succession <laughs> Why planning. Not? His transparency about succession planning was amazing. Ross, thanks for arranging us to be here to lo- broadcast it from the Global Leadership Summit right here at the Collaborative Labs. Thanks very much. It was awesome. Yeah, it's great to partner with you. You've been listening to I Work Free with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him.